Hi, and thanks for joining us again on the Sisters Podcast. My name is Lee Laird, and today, along with my sister Margie Schaefer, we will continue our conversation with our dear friend Wendy Tacey as she shares more with us about her ministry to teenage girls. Listen in. Um, my next question that I sent to you was, well, what was your mission? And maybe you kind of answered it in what you just shared with us, but what was your mission that drove you to host two groups over the years of time? Now, when I say yeah. two groups, I mean, they were two different age groups. You didn't right. necessarily mix the older with the younger, right. right? Right. So what ended up happening was that the gloss curriculum sort of became the gateway and what I didn't realize would happen and sort of morphed over time was that the sixth and the fifth and sixth grade girl, because the course was written for the late elementary girl, she finished it and then she wanted more. She was, they were be starting to ask me. I remember a girl said, where's gloss two? Where's the second <laughs> book? I said, well, I haven't written that one yet, but I'll, you know, we'll mm-hmm. figure this out. So from that point, it was the older girls. It was like Audrey, my oldest daughter and Abby and those older girls who are, you know, now in college that said, you know, we enjoyed that. How can we continue doing that? And so from there, it sort of split off into you completed the gloss course in a summer week session, a 10-hour course. You did the book. And then you moved into what we called the wise girls group, which became our middle school girls group for sixth to eighth grade girls. And then as they moved up, we added the soul sisters and the soul sisters became the high school girls. And so as of this last year, we had a full group of wise girls who were coming out of the gloss course. They moved into Sunday night weekly discipleship. And then the soul sisters also met and they met on Sunday nights back to back in different hours. They crossed paths, shared dinner with each other occasionally. The olders mentored the youngers. And those were just a continuation of what they had gotten out of gloss, but then remaining connected to each other over the course of the middle and the high school years just for discipleship and weekly mm-hmm. gathering. Well, and you keep using that word discipleship, which I'm kind of partial to it (laughs) because, you know, as believers, it was the last thing Jesus said to all of us before he left Mm -hmm. earth to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. He said, go and make disciples of all the nations. And you were specifically called to a specific age of girls and i love how you know just in that short explanation you're saying how they would rub shoulders the different ages sometimes mm-hmm. they'd share dinners together and uh, that's a true picture of discipleship mm-hmm. spurring one another on and iron sharpening iron i think it's one of the things that we all miss given this covid yep. isolation shutdown is that we don't get to gather like that yeah. i i miss seeing all ages of women. I miss seeing some of the older women who've really been uh, placed in their homes during this time. And um, at our church last night, we had drive-in prayer and it was wonderful to just even wave to other people in their cars. You know, it just made me long for that fellowship and discipleship needs to happen in that context Mm -hmm. of relationship. And, you know, that's what Flourish Through the Word is all about. It's a discipleship Bible study. It's life upon life. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can learn from anyone, no matter what their age is. And so Gloss has certainly been fruitful 
here in that respect, how many years would you say that you did the gloss course and your groups and all of that? Well, it's, I think it's been six or seven years since I wrote the book. Okay. And, um, and then from there, every summer, new girls, mm -hmm. fifth and sixth grade girls, every summer, new girls come in and take it in a, in a summer camp, you know, five day camp, two hours a day. And then after that, they jump into the wise girls group. And many of them stick in there and they stay and then move into the Soul Sisters together. So it's probably six or seven years of gloss camps mm -hmm. and that same amount of time with the olders continuing mm -hmm. on meeting on Sunday nights. So yeah. if, if there's a, a mom listening to this podcast and she's like, oh, I never was able to get my daughter into a gloss yeah. camp or one of the groups, what could she do? And is the gloss group Killum available. I know this is the <laughs> question of the hour. Okay, because many have asked this. Okay, um, who were you know registered or signed up to you know for this summer for this summer, and we've had to obviously we would have shut that down regardless of me moving because mm -hmm. of everything we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It's always been on my heart because you see, I'm not in the season of a fifth and sixth grade mom anymore. Right, mm -hmm. and and although I love to connect with those girls and take them through the course. Uh, I think that the Lord is saying, you know what? Number one, I need to revise my book. It needs to be revised. Okay. Um, I put into a, a, a new format that costs us less in printing, um, <laughs> which we know we need to do. Um, but at the same time, what is preventing us from coming up with some quick little snippets of lessons that I could do digitally um, that would be able to be utilized by a mom in her community as she facilitates the girls of that age because she's in that season? And I would love nothing more than to coach a mom of a group of girls that are willing to gather in someone's home to say, here's the book, here's the kit, you can all have it, which we have tried to do. But as long as I've been in the area, many have just come to me to get the course. So now it's time to maybe consider launching it on a digital platform where um, I'm not there. I'm not, I'm not present in your home around the gloss course, mm -hmm. but any mom who loves to host and wants to gather girls for the sake of her daughter and her friends and community, why they couldn't do that. Um, and purchase kits and have that be part of, you know, a 10, a 10 hour course that they can watch a quick message from me um, on an overview of each of the days. So maybe that's the direction we're moving and maybe that will be my new project in Arizona. Yeah. And I think that it that is very valid because mm -hmm. um, as long as you were around, the default was, well, will you just do it, Wendy? Well, Wendy can teach it. <laughs> Send her to Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, and yeah. you loved it. I mean, it was your calling and your passion. So you would always say yes. And now you're leaving. But, yeah. but you know, you said earlier in regards to parenting, you always want to consider that you're working yourself out of a job. Yeah. Right. And you want your parent, your children to stand alone. You want yeah. your parents to stand alone too. But yeah. you <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Your children to stand alone. Um, and in a sense, you want that in a discipleship community as well. Right. You know, you have invested so much into these girls over the years. And also, I know, into your parenting groups mm -hmm. that you've provided. There's no reason. You have equipped them all. Yep. There is no reason why they can't facilitate their own groups in their own homes. And sometimes it's just taking that first step. Yep. And um, just saying, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm not Wendy but she'll help me if I need her and I've got all the materials and I'm just going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because it just takes a step of obedience if that's something you're passionate about mm-hmm. in gathering women because all women want to gather. That's and right. they want to be in authentic community where they can grow. The question is mm-hmm. where and when will that be and who's willing to host? Right. And so, yes, I have continued them on a Zoom in this shutdown and I've told them you each have been poured into and now it's time for you to go pour into your communities That's right. and where the Lord is calling you. And it might not be with each other. It might be in a new community that he's calling you to mm-hmm. and you're capable and you can do it. Yeah. yeah. And that's something we all need to hear. You know, this will circle back around to you in a minute, but that's how I started. I had about six women in my living room yep. and we started studying the Bible together and it grew. Um, and at one point we met mm-hmm. with these women. I think it had maybe doubled in size. We met during the week at your yep. upper room. Upper room, <laughs> yes. And then one summer I hosted in my basement and it was 50 women yep. for the summer for 10 weeks. And uh, I had to move all the furniture out of my den and set up folding chairs. Yep. I don't know if you remember that. And then it's like, okay, this is ridiculous. I can't do this to my family anymore. And so then the next summer, yeah. you opened up your upper room. Yep. And there were probably 75 that so. came the next summer and it it worked. And then the next summer, I think it was 100. Yep. Yep. And then you said, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> we're outgrowing the upper room. And we uh, were ready to put everyone on the lawn. Yeah, we were going to have you speak from the rooftop. Yep, we were going to do outside. But then, of course, the weather in the Northwest, you can't always rely on it. And um, and so then the following summer, um, we we went to a church. Mm -hmm. And uh, and again, these were just summertime, short term Bible studies. And we've evolved to this ministry of two sessions a year. But you can see. You know, you don't ever want to turn anyone away from Bible study or discipleship and everybody wants in on it and you need to be able to accommodate. And who knows what the Lord is doing during this time of COVID. We're all in our homes. Are all these home churches going to start or home Bible? I I mean, who knows? Um, You know, I know church is happening in the homes right now. Yeah. but you know your story is a beautiful story of just being faithful with god what god put in your hand and investing in the lives of many many young girls and now it's obvious that he's moving you on and who knows what the next chapter will be but as long as you say here i am lord Mm -hmm. and that is what that is what has been our prayer and i just feel like when some a season ends it doesn't mean that it was not meant to be it was Mm -hmm. just it's time for it to be released and i've done that before so i know what that looks like and you can anticipate that you know god always will be in the details and if Mm -hmm. we ask him to allow us and give us places to serve where we can further advance his kingdom i i believe he would honor that absolutely every time so he'll and i'm not going to go seeking it i don't know if i need to I just need to settle my family yes, for a season. Yes, for sure. Um, and then just watch where what God will do. And I, I fully trust that the beauty and the blessing that this has all been, um, he may turn it into something new there, um, or he may have something completely different in mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think whatever he does, he will multiply it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you, were, you were speaking earlier about the ladies that you've been pouring into all these years and you said to them, it's time for you guys now mm-hmm. yeah. to go and pour in to other, mm-hmm. to, to new communities. And that's yeah. that multiplication process that he's so famous for, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it'll be, it'll be mm-hmm. gratifying to see what comes of all of that. And then as he moves you into this new season yeah. and where, where he's going to put you next, yeah. you know? And, uh, so, um, so the, the multiplication factor I think is going to be profound. Yeah. Yeah. And we already got to see it just even in our parenting group. We have a woman who was with us last year and she moved away to Tennessee in January. And since we've jumped on zoom, she's rejoined us from Tennessee and um, she's she mentioned that the grieving process of moving has been hard for moving from Washington all the way to Nashville. And when I mentioned this book that I discovered, she got it. And she's now gathered five women in her community oh, that wow. she knows mm-hmm. who have also relocated. And she was just searching for the perfect thing to bring them together. Mm. Wow. And I said, all because my neighbor across the street told me about that book and I got it and I told her. Yeah. And that's, you're right. That's so how God that multiplication multiplies. process. Yeah. And who knows yeah. what will come out of those five yeah, women that exactly. she'll meet with. Yeah. And yeah. say the name of the book and the author again. Susan Miller. She's out of Scottsdale, Arizona. That's where she currently resides. Um, and the name of the book is um, When the Boxes Are Unpacked, After the Boxes Are Unpacked, Moving On After Moving In. So it's a great book. I highly recommend it to anyone relocating or just needing a fresh start and where mm-hmm. God is asking them to bloom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you may have answered this, but this was the fourth question I sent to you. What are your thoughts about continuing this ministry as you move to a totally new part of the country, you kind of touched on it. Yeah. About maybe revising the gloss book or yeah, or just being open to whatever the Lord has. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm. I, I think that's really it. I, I don't really have any specific plans. One of the prayers that I've been praying over the course of the last year and and wasn't sure why the Lord asked me to pray was mm-hmm. that put our family on mission together. Mm-hmm. And um, there's been some things my husband's been developing in a new app. And um, my my 16-year-old who's going to transition into a new high school for her junior and senior year. And like, what is that going to look like? Like, what are you going to put us on mission together in? And in a new season, it causes us to sort of focus inward together. And, um, and I don't even know what the future holds for my oldest in terms of college for next year at this point. Uh, so whatever that is supposed to look like, that's just been my prayer. And I'm just gonna be watching for what God is going to do to put us on mission together. Cause that's what I've been praying. And, um, so I don't know, I, will that involve gloss? Will that involve girls? I know that I can't not be in communication with teenage girls. <laughs> um, I really like them a lot mm-hmm. and, um, and moms and helping moms mm-hmm. just, um, you know, it, it help just get themselves equipped and be in community and find tools and ways to serve in their homes and joyfully do it and and bring harmony uh, back to the home, which I think people are slowly beginning to realize with all of this quarantine mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, maybe areas I may have neglected, but now's the time. I have the time and the space. Yeah, and and I love that. I, I love what yes. what's been going on, and even in the lives of some of the women that we've had group together. They're like, wow, I learned this in theory, but now rubber meets the road Mm -hmm. and I'm doing it in my home. Well, and what's nice, one thing you've learned before you've moved away is you can maintain some of that continuity with the Mm -hmm. Zoom. Yes, yes. (laughs) I mean, I know there's some Zoom fatigue. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. But, 
you know, by the time you get to Scottsdale, I know you're leaving this Saturday and you're driving down. And by the time you get to Scottsdale and plug in your laptop, you might be ready for a Zoom with yeah. some familiar faces. Yeah. You know, yeah. not Scottsdale, Tucson. Tucson. Yes. No, I knew what you meant. Scottsdale is also another yeah. nice place on a... your way to Tucson. <laughs> yes, it is. Two hours away yeah. that I can get to if I want. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I wasn't prepared to do Zoom when I announced that we were moving because I could have prepped our, our groups better if we hadn't had the shutdown to sort of let them know. So I think to many of them, it came as a little bit of a surprise, sure. not knowing we had been kind of considering this for the last year and wanting to make a move. Um, and so I kind of had to announce it just through a letter and and in best way that I could right. share it with them. And there's been mixed feelings, I think, about it. But most importantly, um, what someone said to me recently, it was a dear friend, Alice. She said, Wendy, um, when a shepherd's been around for quite some time and she's been leading the sheep, um, especially with your high schoolers, the sheep can fall into the ditch if the shepherd goes away too soon. And I listened mm. to that. And she said, so for whatever it's worth to them, ask them to tell you what they need. And then walk with them as their shepherd for as long as time is needed. Because high school is a fragile time. Mm -hmm. And you've had a history with them. Mm -hmm. And if it means you take them to the end, some of them of their journey that's only one or two years away before graduation, then then, then do it. Even if it's over Zoom, right? Yeah. You know, which it will need to be. And, and I said, okay, I take that as a good word. Mm -hmm. Because that sometimes you word. don't mm -hmm. really know the value mm -hmm. until you get on with them and you ask them, how valuable has this been to you? And mm -hmm. I've been quite surprised by yeah. how valuable it has yeah. been and that they don't want to see it go away. Um, and for the time being, until the Lord releases them into new communities and new places to connect, this could be an anchor just for the interim. Sure. And I'm willing to do sure. that. Sure. And uh, it just may be that it fuels my soul too, right? Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. I, because oh, I love yeah. to do it. Yeah. Make it a little bit easier for yeah. everyone. Yeah. As you, yeah. I'll see you on the Zoom. I'll see you on the Zoom. <laughs> yeah. And so I've told the girls, you know, we leave this Sunday. I'll see you next Sunday on Zoom. And you'll be able to see where I'm living. And to them, I think that comforted them just to know yeah. that we could be able to see where she is, you know? Yeah. And that's the beauty of Zoom, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, and same with the adult women um, that kind of want to continue that just for mm -hmm. a period of time. Sure. And oh, I'm sure. noticing their love and their friendship for each other mm -hmm. and how the connection is really important right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because they, so they need encouragement. Mm -hmm. So important. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Our final yes. question as we wrap up. This is our longest podcast ever. It Whoa. is. I know. I was thinking we might need to divide it into two Yeah, parts. maybe we do. How can we pray for you as you prepare to leave this week and enter a new season with yes. your family? Well, I just want to say this because this is, I get the final word here. That my greatest blessing throughout the years of gloss, and I'll get to the prayer part in just a minute, has been the love and the support that I have always received from the Flourish Ministry. We have enjoyed many years of participation in the Flourish Conference through showcasing our gloss booth, entertaining the women with opening conference dances, and giving our girls a platform to speak of what God is doing in the hearts of teens in this generation. I will forever, and hear me truly, Margie, ever grateful to you and the Flourish ministry, ministry for your loving support. And I'm equally overjoyed to see my sweet friend Lee now using her incredible gifts and talents of voiceover to mm -hmm. expand her influence in recording. Mm -hmm. And I'm overjoyed by that. And the two of you have been a tremendous support and mm -hmm. friendship to me. Um, when oftentimes no one else came along to champion what we were doing. And you have been that. 
and I've been inspired by you. Um, I've watched you. You've taught me a lot about leading, about facilitating and discipling. And I've learned more from you than you probably realize. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm deeply blessed by that. So my prayers would be for safe travel and protection for good health mm. as we get on the road yes. on Sunday to head to Arizona. Mm. I'm asking God to anoint our home because mm. we're going to pray over it before we leave with the Holy Spirit presence um, and our new mm. home when we get there. That all who mm. enter, this is really my prayer, ladies, and this is mm. truly from my heart, would encounter Jesus Christ through our bold faith and our hospitality mm. and our love for them. Because Jesus said, you'll know who my children um, are by the love that they show. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll mm-hmm. know they're Christians by their love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I pray for continued strength in mm-hmm. our marriage, provision, provision and work for my husband, and transition for both our daughters as they enter into new schools in the fall. That would be my prayer. Thank you, Wendy, Tacey, for Thank being you. here. Uh, our very first ever guest. Thank you, Lee, for your contributions for being in the booth. And again, that's girls leaning on the savior for their style. Yep. And uh, as things get revised and available. You can go to our website. Okay, which is? www.glossforgirls.com. Okay, that's a great resource. I wanted to put that out there. And if you visit that website, you'll be able to see all the updates. So thanks so much, Wendy, and we just, Pray all the best for you and your family. Thank you. Mm